Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I am your host. And today is episode 61.3, and we are Genesis chapter 38. Uh, so we're going to continue reading um, about Joseph's family today. So, so thank you for joining me. Uh, I don't know when you're able to do this, but I'm just glad that you are able to carve out about 10, 15, 20 minutes out of your day to do that. Uh, getting into God's word every day is so important and it just gets you closer and closer to him. And I just feel like it's just, it's eye opening how much you can absorb from reading God's word. It's just, even if there's like just a story, you know, about the history of the Israelites, there's a purpose to it, uh, you know, so, you know, you just have to kind of figure out what God's trying to tell you. So, so uh, I am going to go ahead and open us up in prayer and then we will go ahead and read this chapter. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, we are in awe of you and we love you so much and we love your word and we love being able to read your word and we are so thankful that you provided it for us. We want to get closer to you. We want to understand it, uh, what it is that you want us to, 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 we want to understand you through your word. We want to get to know you better. And we know that this is the only way to do it. So Lord, thank you for providing this, um, this history of you and uh, your people. Uh, Lord, we're also grateful for all you provide for us. Every day there's uh, new blessings every day whether they're little or big, there's always something good to be found uh, in every day. But we are most grateful for your uh, son and the gift of your son Jesus dying on the cross for us, Lord, and the forgiveness that we received from his blood that was shed, Lord. Lord, we're just um, grateful, and we don't deserve it. We always say that, but we really don't deserve it. But you provided us with just the gift of salvation through him. Lord, I'm also thankful for those who are out there listening, those who, you know, take the time out of their day to join me and listen and read along and highlight uh, just getting to know you better and better. Lord, bless them, watch over them, watch over all of our families, our friends, uh, guide and direct us every step of the way. We want to be in your will. We want to be doing what you want us to do. So just guide us, direct us, order our steps, and keep us on track. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's read. So this is chapter 38, episode 61.3. <clears throat> Judah and Tamar. So remember, Judah is Joseph's brother. About this time, Judah left home and moved to Adullam, where he stayed with a man named Hira. There he saw a Canaanite woman, the daughter of Shua, and he married her. When he slept with her, she became pregnant and gave birth to a son, and he named the boy Ur. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to another son, and she named him Onan. And then... And when she gave birth to a third son, she named him Shelah. At the time of Shelah's birth, they were living in Kezib. 
or Kazib. In the course of time, Judah arranged for his firstborn son, Er, Er, to marry a young woman named Tamar. But Er was a wicked man in the Lord's sight, so the Lord took his life. Then Judah said to Er's brother, Onan, go and marry Tamar, as our law requires of the brother of a man who has died. You must produce an heir for your brother. But Onan was not willing to have a child who would not be his own heir. So whenever he had intercourse with his brother's wife, he spilled the semen on the ground. This prevented her from having a child who would belong to his brother. But the father, I'm sorry, but the Lord considered it evil for Onan to deny a child to his dead brother. So the Lord took Onan's life too. Then Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, go back to your parents' home and remain a widow until my son Shelah is, or Shelah, Shelah, is old enough to marry you. <clears throat> but Judah didn't really intend to do this because he was afraid Shelah would also die like his two brothers. So Tamar went back to live in her father's home. Some years later, Judah's wife died. After the time of mourning was over, Judah and his friend Hira, the Adullamite, went up to Timnah to uh, supervise the shearing of his sheep. Someone told Tamar, look, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear his sheep. T Tamar was aware that Shelah had grown up, but no arrangements had been made for her to come and marry him. So she changed out of her widow's clothing and covered herself with a veil to disguise herself. Then she sat beside the road at the entrance, at the entrance to the village of Anaim, which is on the road to Timnah. Judah noticed her and thought she was a prostitute since she had covered her face. So he stopped and propositioned her. Let me have sex with you, he said, not realizing that she was his own daughter-in-law. How much will you pay to have sex with me, Tamar asked. I'll send you a young goat from my flock, Judah promised. But what will you give me to guarantee that you will send the goat, he asked. She asked. What kind of guarantee do you want, he replied. She answered, leave me your identification seal and its cord and the walking stick you are carrying. So Judah gave them to her. Then he had intercourse with her and she became pregnant. Afterward, she went back home, took off her veil and put on her widow's clothing as usual. Later, Judah asked his friend Hira, the Adolamite, to take the young goat to the woman and to pick up the things he had given her as his guarantee. But Hira couldn't find her, couldn't find her. so he asked the men who lived there, Where can I find the shrine prostitute who was sitting beside the road at the entrance to Anaim? We've never had a shrine prostitute here, they replied. So Hira returned to Judah and told him, I couldn't find her anywhere, and the men of the village claim they've never had a shrine prostitute there. Then let her keep the things I gave her, Judah said. I sent the young goat as we agreed, but you couldn't find her. We'd be the laughing stock of the village if we went back again to look for her. About three months later, Judah was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has acted like a prostitute, and now because of this, she's pregnant. Bring her out and let her be burned, Judah demanded. But as they were taking her out to kill her, she sent this message to her father-in-law. 
The man who owns these things made me pregnant. Look closely. Whose seal and cord and walking stick are these? Judah recognized them immediately and said, She is more righteous than I am because I didn't arrange for her to marry my son, Shelah. And Judah never slept with Tamar again. When the time came for, for Tamar to give birth, it was discovered that she was carrying twins. While she was in labor, one of the babies reached out his hand. The midwife grabbed it and tied a scarlet string around the child's wrist, announcing this one came out first. But then he pulled back his hand and out came his brother. What? The midwife exclaimed, how did you break out first? So he was named Perez. Then the baby was then the baby with the scarlet string on his wrist was born, and he was named Zara. All right. Well, honestly, <clears throat> I, I don't know what this whole story is about, so I'm going to go back. All I can think of is that it just shows Judah's uh, temperament, his, you know, the fact that he's just not a nice person, obviously, because he wanted to kill his brother Joseph back in the last chapter. So this was Judah's shame, it says. It doesn't really go into much detail on it. Uh, I don't see anything really giving much detail on it, except for the, obviously, Judah's shame. I mean, that tells it all. I mean, the man was just not, he had no integrity. He was terrible. And, you know, and she had to prove it. And she was very smart to do what she did. So the only things that I highlighted in this was um, that in verse 11, it says, But Judah didn't really intend to do this because he was afraid Shelah would also die like his two brothers. So Tamar went back to live in her father's home. So, you know, Judah... He's not good. He's not a good guy. And then um, Tamara was smart. She, when you know he, he requested to have sex with her, uh, she answers, leave me your identification seal and its cord and the walking stick you were carrying. So she's pretty clever that she kept that to prove that he was the one that she was having, he, he was, she was having sex with. And then uh, the only other thing I highlighted was 26. Uh, Judah recognized them immediately, his things. Uh, she is more righteous than I am because I didn't arrange for her to marry my son, Shelah, and Judah never slept with Tamar again. So maybe he was repentant. Maybe he realized that he's not a good guy and he needs to be better. I, I don't know. Maybe there's something to come up in the future when he has to deal with Joseph again. So uh, that's it for it today. Uh, you know, the only thing I can think of is as a takeaway would be have integrity, you know, uh, have a conscience. Um, and you know, when something's telling you to not do something or something's telling you to do something, you know, I used to tell my kids, if, if you're thinking about doing something and how did I say it to them? You know, if it's not, uh, okay, so this is going back to uh, my old pastor. If it's not uh, godly, uh, if, it, if it's ungodly, unlawful, or un immoral, those are the three things. If it's any one of those three things, then don't do it. You know, it, if you shouldn't, don't do things that you shouldn't do. So, uh, 
you know, have integrity. That's the uh, takeaway for today. Uh, so with that said, I am going to go ahead and um, give you the opportunity, if you haven't, make a choice for Jesus. Uh, if you haven't chosen Jesus as your Lord and Savior and uh, accepted him, um, then this is your moment. As always, I always give that opportunity every day. We'll say the uh, prayer of salvation. And uh, if you're a believer, you can say it too, just to kind of reaffirm what you believe in. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, and the sacrifice on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the family of Jesus Christ. You are now a brother or sister in Christ. So if you did say that prayer, A, I always say mark it in your Bible as today was the day that you accepted Jesus so that you have a record of it. Um, I actually just came across my testimony from back at the church. It was kind of short and sweet. It wasn't anything into going into any details or anything, but I felt really good about seeing that. And I thought, you know, Jeremiah and I wanted to post our testimonies on our website. So we've sort of dilly-dallied and, you know, dragged our feet. But I think now that I found it, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and do that. So, but, um... Anyway, mark it in your Bible that today is the day that you accepted Jesus. Uh, we strongly suggest that you get to a pastor or somebody who can help you navigate to the next step. Um, moving forward, uh, you can join a ministry, you can start a Bible study, volunteer, whatever it is that you feel uh, led by God to do. <clears throat> Pray about it. You know, God will tell you. And, uh, and go live for Jesus. That's all I can say. So... That's it for today. I don't know what time of day it is that you're actually getting to, to do this morning, noon, or night, but I'm glad that you were able to. Thank you. And uh, I pray you have a blessed day. Uh, and um, Jeremiah and I are going to be back together on Friday. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but in the meantime, have a great day. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow.